Blog Talk Radio. guest with us again on this Tuesday. It's a special guest day as we know that our Tuesdays are. And uh, we have Miss Clarissa Turner on the line with us today and she's going to be sharing with us a lot of information about dreams and purpose and taking chances and just stepping out. She's going to talk to us a little bit today about her vision that God has given her on her magazine. And I wanted her to share because She really has a powerful, um, she's infectious. I mean, she's like um, the, uh, that little, that cartoon character, that kind of the Tasmanian devil, only she's more like an angel. And she goes in, man, and she just makes things happen as she's doing it. And I really wanted her to share with us today about dreams. So I want to introduce you, Miss Clarissa Turner. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for inviting me on. Not a problem. Well, if any of you heard and you know, Clarissa, if you were listening to the words of the song of, of um, the, that plays on my intro, it says, you know, we can be free to walk on water, that we can do all things. And to me, that's just my heart. That's my motto. And I think I can be free. I love being free. But when it was saying that we could walk on water and we could do the impossible, I definitely think of you, you know, when it when it comes to that. So as we jump in and begin to talk about um, uh, changing lives and dreaming our visions, tell the, pe- the people this morning why you felt so impassioned to not only do a magazine, but to become an established publishing company where people can come to you and have their books published? Well, first of all, the reason why I decided to go into publishing and media is because, one, it is my ministry. Um, It is a purpose. And one of the main reasons, too, is for to be in a position to share the testimony of my life as well as others being able to come to the table to share theirs. I am a survivor of suicide. And being in a position to be able to talk about life and to be able to survive the attempt, that was enough within itself to bring it to the front line for others to share their stories and to give God the glory. So I believe that everyone has a story. um, And when we come to the table, when we bring our stories, we can win others to Christ as well. Wow, that's powerful. You know, you mentioned um, you're a a suicide survivor. Well, congratulations and thank you for being here with us. Let's touch on that for a minute because you and I both know that we're in a society that's very dark right now. And Mm -hmm. people are taking their lives um, uh, like it's a commonplace. Can you tell us what took you there and what brought you out? What took me there was an attack of the enemy with my finances, attack of the enemy in my faith, family, and even friends. And what brought me out was the word of God to stand forth to know that when he said, out of your belly flows living waters, I had to get in his presence to understand that he was the living water that flowed. So... I really want to say in regards to that topic, I know we're in the season where many people experience uh, mental depression. They're going through financial issues based on the economy. 
And being in that old shoes and being in that position at that time, you do feel, sometimes you feel like you know you don't want to be here because you don't feel like you have the things that you need when you need them. But one thing God had to remind me is that he always comes on time. So I just had to really get in his presence because there was no medication that could ever be prescribed to me that could help my situation. The only medicine I had was the word of God. You know, that's that's powerful, and I'm glad that, you know, you mentioned that. I mean, I think that the one thing that the church, you know, the body of Christ does not understand is that, you know, when, when, when the hurt gets so bad, you know, the Bible tells us that a heart defer, hope deferred, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And people don't understand that it's not that you are weak. It's not that you are less than or have the inability to cope. You said something that was very important there, Clarissa. You said your friends had let you down. Your friends Mm -hmm. weren't there. You know, no man is an island. Mm -hmm. How did you, what, what took you to that place of loneliness where you felt your friends weren't there for you? Well, first of all, let me make sure I have the record clear and straight. I never fault my friends for not being there, and I Mm -hmm. believe sometimes we can be there for people, but they don't discern that we need them to be there for us. Sometimes the strongest of the strongest get weak, and I feel if I'm the iron sharpening the iron, I need to get that reciprocation back, and I didn't. So, right. you know, it's, it's like if you know you need a glass of water and I see that you're thirsty, I turn on my faucet to give it to you. But when it's time for me to get a drink and you don't recognize my throat is parched, now what? Mm-hmm. You exactly. know, so being in that position, it was never me looking at anyone or pointing any fingers that, you know, you did this and this is the reason why this. I think that I got to a place that was so dark that the enemy had to laugh because he saw what God had before me when I couldn't see it. So being in that place, and God had to remind me, your life isn't based on how much is in your bank account. It isn't Mm -hmm. based on how many degrees you have under your belt from school. It isn't based on any of those things, but it's based on knowing who you are and whose you are. So I had to really come to that place because I grew up in the Baptist church, And knowing that a lot of times people go to church religiously, but there's no relationship. So during my suicide attempt, I had a head-on collision with the Holy Ghost that brought Uh me to understanding what it meant to have relationship and not just go to church out of religiosity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that is so important. And I know with me um, also being a psychology major and, you know, also um, having those same desires and uh, feelings of suicide, you know, several times in my life, I remember the utter pain. And all I wanted was the pain to go away. And I wanted the hurt to go away. And like you said, it's not that you depend on people, but when you feel that there's no safe place to go. And the Bible does tell us that we are to bear one another's burdens. And when we do sit in church out of our religiosity or whatever reason, our pride, whatever it could be, and when we don't mean to to um, bring fault to anybody um, who may be listening. But the point is, is that we're there for somebody. We're not there for ourselves necessarily. Yes, we're there to get encouragement, but that encouragement is meant to give out to other people, you know, and not just that. So when you talk about your business, as we transition and you, you began to kind of get that dose of, wait a minute, I do have a purpose. And then you began the magazine to share your story to, so that you could help other women, other men. Um, where did you start? I mean, how did you know how to do it? Well, I started one day in my room uh, before the Lord in prayer. And Back to Eden actually started off as a newsletter. So I went into my program, started the newsletter, and God just started speaking. And he started telling me strategically how to do it. And being around some people mm-hmm. that I had already connected to who had publications, they actually were guides and leaders to show me on what to do as well in the natural. But in the spiritual realm, there was something else that he added to that as a component that I didn't get from mm-hmm. them. 
So mm-hmm. I started, one, just pulling some things together, going into the Word of God, bringing out topics, you know. And the funny part of it is is that when I first started as a newsletter, I had about maybe 25 people. I did some black and white copies. And about 25 people literally paid me $5 just to get a four-page newsletter. Wow. So, and it wasn't even so much about the money, but when God says that he blessed the work of your hands, he was showing mm-hmm. you that. You know, wow. so something I sat down in his in his presence because I got that understanding that if I want knowledge, I go to school. But when I need wisdom, I fell on my knees to get it from God. So right. once I did and he gave me that wisdom, everything else came together. You know, you can do so all why did you name life. it Back to Eden? It is called Back to Eden News Mag because one in the logo you see back to Eden is conjoined together, which is a representation of um, Adam and Eve being connected. And mm-hmm. then the word news is an acronym for North, East, West, and South. So this publication wow. will go all four corners of the earth. Wow. You know, it's amazing how when we um, are just willing to put our hands to something that, you know, he is always so faithful to um to really just minister and bring it to pass so that we can see that what he said is true. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Clarissa mentioned that, you know, what she's doing right now has come out of a tragedy. And that tragedy has become her triumph. And because she's triumphant, she's able to take this message all across the United States, because I want you guys to make sure you go to her Facebook page. But before I forget, I'll be saying this several times. I want you to go to Back to Eden Publishing if you want to get information on publishing a book or if you need booklets done for uh, a service or for a teaching, I mean, um, definitely check her out. And also, they can go to um, Back to Eden Mag for the magazine, right, right, Clarissa? The actual uh, link is www.facebook.com forward slash back, B-A-C-K, the number two, Eden is E-D-E-N, News Mag, N-E-W-S-M-A-G. And once they go to uh, the Back to News Mag page, they will go to Back to News Mag Publishing if they wanted to get additional information on that. That's awesome. So, guys, you know, she's going to give that to us again, but I want to make sure for those who may not um, be able to listen through the entirety of the show today that they have the ability to know where to go to get this information. It's very important that they do. So the newsletter, so let me just go back a little bit here. I want you guys to understand the magnitude of why what she's doing is so important and, and why She's fortunate because of the grace of God to be out. The total number of deaths from suicide was 41,149. Now, I'm looking on a government website, their CDC website, and that was published um, September 30th, 2015 is when it was last updated. Imagine that. 41,000 people. 41. That's a lot, lot, people. That's a lot. 21,000 of those, over 21,000, was through a firearm. Yes. The other 10 was through suffocation. I mean, really? What? Mm -hmm. People. And then poisoning like pills or taking some kind of concoction, is mm-hmm. 6,637. Yep. And if these people did not know <laughs> the Lord because they were so wrapped up in their emotions or they, they, they went to church but never met the Savior, how many of those 41 people died knowing Christ? be forgiven for what they've done because they've taken their situation in their own hand for the pain to go away. We do it the same way. We just don't do it by taking our lives. But many of us do that every day by not just walking in obedience and trusting what the word of God says. 
Absolutely. So the fact that Clarissa was able, and, and you know, the Bible tells us about how God, we, we don't find God, God finds us and what he does, but we still have to make the choice to receive. Amen. And she didn't have to do it. And she could have been selfish and shameful, which is a backwards version of pride because you're thinking of yourself only. And she chose not to do that. And she chose instead to operate out of blessing. I want to read to you guys um, 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. Short little verse, but it's powerful. And I'm going to read that from the English Standard Version. And it says, I'm going to start with verse 9. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore you in pain. Jabez called upon God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border, that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain. And God granted what he asked. Think about that. He he talked about the pain because I bore you out of pain. She bore this magazine out of pain. And then what did Jabez? So the mother bore him out of pain, but then now Jabez ran with it. He ran with it, and he began to ask God for more. Why is that important, you guys? Because when I asked Clarissa to be on and we're talking about dreams and knowing her history that she just shared with us, then why can't we go for our dreams? She's doing what many people just think about. You may say we have enough magazines. Yeah, but just because we have one essence doesn't mean that Cosmo doesn't put their magazine out. Right. And just because we have Cosmo doesn't mean that Better Homes and Gardens or Self or one of the other, you know, competing magazines says, oh, my gosh, you know, there's one more. I'm not going. No, 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 no. There's enough for everyone. And when she took out, you know, she she reached out to me and we've connected. So I'm going to ask you guys, how many of you are getting out there and connecting? If you can do it, then it's not God. What Clarissa is doing and stepping out is an example of what we do and the fire that burns. And I hope you hear that, that passion that she runs with. So, Clarissa, what I want to ask you now is how long has the magazine been in existence? Where was it? Where is it? And where do you want to take it? Okay. Well, it has been in existence um, officially since 2013. And as I stated previously in the duration of a call, in 2010, it started as a newsletter. So Mm -hmm. in 2013, I went through the legalization to get it legalized. So it's been in uh, existence now for about two years. I'm going into uh, the third year for 2016. Congratulations. Right now, Thank you. Praise God. Right now it is online. Um, Everything is online based. And that is how I want to kind of keep it right now. If people do want to support it, you know, hard copy in their hand, they can, you know, you can go through me to get that. And just being a blessing to like just submit it to people. Right now we're in South Africa, um, certain parts of Kenya in Nigeria. We have some people also from the United Kingdom um, who's connected to the publication. So just like I said, with the acronym of NEWS, being able to spread it to all four corners of the world, that was something that the Lord had given me to do, and we're doing it. So one thing I did want to say to make sure when you're talking about there's many magazines, and there are many magazines out there, one of the missions of Back to Eaton News Mag is to bring the systems of the world into divine alignment of God's perfect will. 
And so when we know that God originally intended for us to be wealthy and not broke, to be healed and not sick, you know, to be to be walking in his wisdom and not the wisdom of the world, you know. So it was just a lot that God gave me. The vision was already in place when he gave it, so I ran with it. So now I have the mission. The foundation of the publication is built from Genesis 2 and 8, and the theme is built off of 1 Corinthians 3 and 9. Because I see people coming together as joint laborers in partnership to birth this out even more. So I just want to make sure I say that because I do know people ask what makes your publication different than the rest of them. This is what makes me different because I want to go back to God's original intention for mankind. Well, that's awesome because I don't know if you – you know, I've been in a season of, um, you know, television with a number of ch- changes that I've been going through in my own personal life. And nothing, you know, horrendous, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. but I've, I'm, I've been watching television a little more than I really have watched it in recent months. And everything, mm-hmm. well, I shouldn't say everything, but it seems <laughs> like everything is so dark. Mm-hmm. They have a show called Hell's Elevator. Mm-hmm. They have shows that just celebrate. Now, I'm a stickler for some of the detective murder shows where they want to solve the mystery and the murder. I mean, I that's that's one of my things. I know some people like science fiction. But mm-hmm. some of the stuff out there is so dark, we need not watch it. Yes. I caught a commercial where um, the people had hacksaws or, and, or um, you know, uh, uh, then they were cutting people up in the elevator. I'm like, wow. okay. And then I was watching a news program, or uh, not a news program, but an interview media show, and a young 21-year-old woman asked this host, you know, hey, my boyfriend wants um, to ask for my, my hand in marriage by my father, and she was getting advice from the television host. The television host said to her, What's wrong with you? You don't have anything else better in your life to do but get married at 21? Wow. Mm. And then other advice that I I heard, um, you know, them giving, okay, fine. But our, our young adults are getting their identity, their religious belief, believe it or not, from secular people that have no idea what yeah. it means to live holy. We can love everybody, but I don't have to like everything. Amen. With that in mind, Clarissa, can you share with the people, you know, um, what you look for when you're writing articles or when um, people submit articles to you? What are you looking for? What I'm looking for is the hand of God and the move of God over the situation. Not so much uh, just about the tragedy, but where's the triumph. Not so much about the chaos, but where's the So what I'm looking at, everything still would need to go back, back to the original intention of what God intended, and that was for you to live a life of just beautiful things, like in a garden. So I'm, I'm looking at things that we can submit into the publication to say, hey, you probably were shaken, but you didn't break. You know, you fell down, but you got back up. Not mm-hmm. someone giving me a story of just a pity party that they're still in, swimming laps in a circle. So it's like, right. okay, how can we reach someone? Because you just said something that was very, very profound, you know, about the young lady on the show and how the uh, talk show host was, like, ridiculing her because she was getting married so young. I think we're in a world now where the right things seem wrong and the wrong things mm-hmm. seem right because we have people who are in position who, like you said, in the secular realm. How can you feed me the word of God when you're wrapped up in the arms of the enemy? You can't. So I have to know how to come out of that to go into the kingdom of God because anything that says Eden, Eden is a kingdom mindset of God. Yes. So I have to be mindful I'm not part of the Babylonian system. I'm part of the system of Eden, which is connected to the kingdom of God because I'm an ambassador to his kingdom. So Mm -hmm. I just have to say about that, you have to be mindful what you feed your eye gates. 
um, your ear gate, even in conversation, which you speak from your mouth gate, because we are always in the midst of people who may not know God. It's always going to be somebody in that circle who might just say, hey, I need to lend the ear to hear what they have to say, and you want to make sure that you represent daddy very well. You know, you don't I know, right? Right. You don't want to wear a T-shirt to say, what would Jesus do? And you over here gossiping about something that don't even make no sense. He wouldn't be doing that. You know, so personally, I know that this publication, I look for the testimony, the hand of God that leads us back into the beauty of God like the garden. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm a garden girl. I'm always mm-hmm. going back to the garden. You know, when mm-hmm. people tell me and say something about, well, God this, God that, I'm like, could you go back to the garden? Never right. one time ever did God intend one for man, human, to do any of these things um, on their own. That's number one. Number two, he created the earth for us, not him. Yeah. Hello, Amen. people. Okay, so when you, again, to think about, to go forward with what she's what she's saying and, and, and listening for and, and doing, we have to be the change agents in our society because society's dark. And pe- there was another young lady, I happen to watch this show a lot. Now, you and I both know, and anybody listening, and if you and if you don't prescribe to Christianity, that's fine. This isn't I'm not trying to force you into our way of thinking. But I hope it will make you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the things that you're seeing out in the world really aren't real. A yes. young lady was on this same show and she thought that by she was too young and she was still a virgin. She was in her twenties. And that she felt she would need to lose her virginity. So she met a guy online, slept with him, and now she can't get the man out of her head. Can we Um, say soul tie? Yes. Because sex was meant for marriage. That's a prime example. She wasn't young, 13, 14, 15. She wasn't in high school. You got some puppy love, and it happened. She went looking for it and yet has no uh, relationship foundation to base it on. The same host said, oh, girlfriend, don't worry about it. Once you have your second and your third, you'll forget all about him. Wow. Sin is a drug. Yes, it is. The more you do it, the more you have to keep sinning to make it feel good. Because Mm -hmm. sin will always lead to guilt, to to uh, uh, depression. And sin looks good. Satan isn't crazy. Lucifer's not crazy. He knows that if it looks really, really bad, that we're not going to do it. He waits until he snatch, allows us to kind of like quicksand. You go down slowly, but it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how slow you go, you're going to end up dead at the end. Yep. That's right. Then will drag you down slowly. And everything may look fine, but looks are deceiving. It, you know, your reality, your perception is your reality, but that doesn't make it God. So Amen. when you're having your people or, or guests or people who want to write for your magazine, what are you looking for them to do? Um, so I know you answered one side, but what are you looking for in your spirit um, to have them write? Can anybody just submit something to you and you'll, and you'll read it? Um, like a short story or an article, and if they are, how would they send that to you and say, "Hey, you know, I really feel that God has placed something on my heart. How uh-huh. would I submit this and see if it could get published in her magazine?" Well, the way they would submit it, of course, is uh, via email, of course, and I'll give that information as well, and also connecting to the page of the magazine, they can personally inbox it um, as a private message. But what I look for, um, I choose very, very selectively and wise on who I bring to the table to write. One of the things I do look for is the heart of God in the person. And I say that because you have some people, and this has happened, I had some people who've written things, and 
they will come back and they'll have like an email, oh, I know I can write. I'm going to be the greatest writer in your magazine. And at that moment, that's nothing but a spirit of arrogance and pride. You let someone else pat right. you on the back and say, this is awesome. But when you come to the table and it's just about you, 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 and right. you can't give me the time to let me give you feedback, it's like a teacher in school with a student and her class has written essays and then I turn around and I say, I got the best essay in here, I know it's this, ain't nobody going to top me. It's like, wait a minute, it's one thing to be confident, but it's right. another to be conceited. So what I look right. for, there is no conceitedness or pride in God. So when the people come to the table, automatically when I read probably like within the second, third paragraph, I make a decision like, mm, I don't think so. I will read a story in its entirety, but I have to pray about certain things because I know everyone doesn't have a heart and a motive to reach people right. through the word of God. Right, so it's right. not just being, you know, some folks will tell you, I know I'm a great writer. I'm going to be on the New York Times bestseller, and that's wonderful. But if right. you operate in pride, I feel right. sorry for you because you will fall. Yeah, I know, um, you know, two things I'll say on that, you know, um, when it comes to to the writing, you know, when uh, Clarissa and I first met, we just met because she was asking me questions. She sought me out about a move because she's really hearing God to move to a different place. And we just kind of connected, jumped in. And I mean, this girl knows how to go. I mean, she will motivate anybody. So we're going to be talking, we're going to next kind of shift into talking about dreams because we just read the the prayer of Jabez and how, if you it's enlarge my territory, when God enlarges your territory, that may not be your hometown anymore. Your territory mm-hmm. could be your Facebook, your Twitter, because you're mm-hmm. reaching people. When I do my periscoping, I'm reaching people in Costa Rica and, and countries that I never even knew that I could reach. But the one thing that I enjoy um, about Clarissa is, um, we connect as conduits. How can we help other people get out that which God is telling them to do? And I have a number of people that that I know have a a, a heart for, for for those who are married, and we're working on those. I know people have a heart for business, <clears throat> but when you knowing them, we're coming together as a conduit a conduit that takes the information and helps get it out to other people. So that's something that I, I really commend um, how we came together on. So next, as we talk about this, um, Clarissa, how, dreams, man. I mean, what I know the Holy Spirit fuels you, but what would you tell someone who's struggling, who's not sure what they should do, we know we should pray. Okay, we know that. We know the spiritual things to read our Bible, lay your plate down, and fast. Well, can you share with the people who are listening, what are some practical, tangible, after you've come out the prayer closet, uh-huh. after you've eaten a hamburger, after you fasted for three days, what are some practical things to do? Some practical things to do. Well, I would say, first of all, get to know who you are. Get to be comfortable with being by yourself because if you don't, you can't expect anyone else to want to be around you. Go for a walk, you know, embrace nature. You know, look at the birds flying, the squirrels crossing the street. You know, just get involved with nature. You know, get in the presence of just yourself. You know, if you say just take it away, cut out the prayer closet, it's just you. Sit back, read that good book, you know, drink that hot cup of tea or write that new, uh, a little piece of snippet of that article or a book that you want to start writing. When you get in the presence of enjoying your own presence, and this has nothing to do with conceitedness, but be Mm -hmm. more confident to know that you are an individual with a purpose, knowing that God created you to enjoy life, not being so religious. What did they say? They said you can be so... Heavenly bound, it's no good. So in knowing that a believer can still have fun, they can still go shopping, they can still embrace their friends, go out to eat, whatever that might be, 
but mm-hmm. being in a position that you enjoy you. Because I think sometimes yeah. people are so anxious to be around other folks that they are not comfortable within themselves to even be around them. So if right. I'm not comfortable in me, I need to take a pause for a moment, hit the reset, and just do me. And when mm-hmm. I say do me, I being the only child between my mom and dad, I have uh, other siblings on my father's side. Um, I would believe to say for myself that my alone time with God is a beautiful thing. And a lot of times my alone time with myself is is great too because right, I enjoy right. the things that God downloads to me in his presence. You know, and even if I'm I'm somewhere and I'm around a group of people, I still have that desire sometimes to steal away, to steal away and just do what I need to do, get in the presence of God. I get fueled a lot of times when I am by myself. I love being around people, but I have no problem turning off the television, picking up a good book other than the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, I still read yeah. books. You know, I feel alone yeah. without books like a body without a soul. So yes. when I'm in the presence, when I'm in the presence of just being with myself, I might polish my toenails. I might, you know, polish my fingernails. Whatever that case is, it does not take away the fact that I'm still a believer. I still love God. But to first tell a lot of women, especially if you're not confident in who you are, you're going to have a problem with who I am. So yeah. that's why I believe that it means everything for a person to get to know who they are. And like I tell folks, I am a gift that is always unwrapping every day. I might learn something about myself I didn't know today. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those type of situations where I can never say I have arrived. I have not arrived. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. And God just revealed to me, you will never be on a vacation until you're up out of this realm. Right, right. And, and if you... <laughs> And, and I like what you say about that, because as we're stepping out to do that dream, to do or fulfill that which is in us, what she, and I, I'm not re-preaching what she's saying, but I really want you guys to get it. Be secure in what you know you've been told to do, and then you can rest in it. I know, and and. And and let's also make sure we understand, if you know that you're good at something, there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with knowing that you're good at it. If she Mm -hmm. didn't know she was a good writer, she wouldn't be here today. She wouldn't have the confidence to go on. But what she knows is that if it wasn't for the grace of God in her life, bringing her out, training her, showing himself faithful, having that relationship, knowing how to be alone and enjoying the silence of just her own breath. (laughs) She would not have the tenacity to go forward. One of the things that I do when I'm coaching people who are stuck in a transition, they're stuck in their past, they're stuck in their victimization, they have not yet gained the confidence to move forward, to let go, to not hold on to a victim status. You cannot hold on to that status and then live your dreams. Would you agree with that, Clarissa? Absolutely agree. Yes, you can't. So take that time to yourself. Take that time to feel pretty. Take that time to be God's daughter, to be God's girl, and let him begin to download to you how he wants you to fulfill the dream of doing what he's called you to do. So what are some of the other things that you do in the magazine to help encourage people? What do you, what kind of a, a variety of articles do you look for? Well, the variety of articles that I look for um, on marriage, um, dealing with issues, various issues with the youth within the society. Um, I also look for how other people who have been delivered from out of certain beliefs have found Christ. I look for a variety of things that's going to be able to feed the people of God to take them higher. I also look for consistency. Um, If we have people who come to the table consistently with articles, you know, to touch their heart and they really have a strong point and something that they have to say or want to say, we put it out there. Because, you know, a lot of times when things are trending, you might get an article from someone. Can you hear me? Now we can hear you. You kind of blanked out there for a moment. 
Okay. No, I was saying I look for various things. I look for consistency. Um, look on topics dealing with marriage, dealing with finances, uh, food, healthy eating. So quite a bit of things. You know, we want to have that same flow as if we are the ebony and essence, but in the same sense, we are the children of God bringing to the table what Daddy originally intended. Mm-hmm. So give me three words that describe your magazine. Three words that describe the magazine, it would be diversified, um, bold, and graceful. Awesome. Now, so you birthed the magazine from the newsletter. Now, how did you move into publishing? And what can people publish with you? Oh, publishing. I moved into the publishing aspect of it because the magazine itself is the umbrella, and I'm building my own empire even though I don't watch the TV show Empire. <laughs> but one thing I will say, um, with the magazine, I have that, and then under that, branched out with uh, Backseat News Mag Publishing. And I got that one because of a prophetic dream God had given me in regards to people wanting to come to the table um, to publish their books. And I am a published author myself because I've written a book and that was an autobiographical sketch of my suicide attempt and how I overcame it. And that's called um, The Open Book, a Selection of Spiritual and Thought-Provoking Poetry. But as far as the publishing company within itself, that came about because I had people inboxing me and asking me, when are you going to be able to publish books if you have a magazine? So I really wasn't going to go off into that vein but I had my very first person who stepped to the table from the East Coast who will be releasing her book in January. So she saw my vision of the publication, and she said, hey, can I be your first published author under your company? And the rest was history. So just having a people come to me now with manuscripts, their first-time authors are waiting to be published. And when I think about a lot of them my first time, I think about the garden. That was the first place that God put mankind in because he set that for him. So I'm highly excited about it because I know everyone has a story to tell and a testimony to glorify the kingdom of God. So how long, what what are your your timeline or your turnaround time? So if someone says, wow, I want to publish my book, what's the cost? Um, and I know you probably have several different packages, but what's the timeline or what are some of the packages that they can begin or where can they go on your website and Facebook and find that information? Well, they can personally inbox me because I really can't go into quoting the prices because a lot of things, some people might need stuff customized and made. So what one might need, the other one may not need. But, yes, I do have publishing packages that's available. And the timeline as far as when everything is done is normally based on a lot of the people that come. I tell them straight up, if your manuscript is not complete, then you need to wait till it is because I can't write your book for you but I can help you birth it out. So in other words, once it's done and they have a time frame that they want to see it, then that's the time frame. Like I stated, the first author who will be released will be January of 2016. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So if a person mm-hmm. wanted to get some coaching because you said you helped them birth it out, so mm-hmm. what would you do to help them? What would I do to help them is just mm-hmm. give them the logistics behind um, the art of publishing Um, the art of marketing the book, which is actually a lot of them have, um, they have the books either done, but they have no type of concept on how they want to put it out there to sell. So I tell folks it's not so much about the heartness of writing a book, it's actually do you have your marketing in in place? You know, do Mm -hmm. you have your genre or your group of people that you want to reach? You know, don't Mm -hmm. write a book on cooking and you're only submitting it to people to work at a funeral home. You know, it's like, okay, you need to be going to restaurants, you know, mom and pop shop. Girl, you did not just say that, did you? <laughs> yes, because yes, I say that because you have people, you'd be surprised. They say, oh, I want to get uh, the people that are on the funeral home to get this book. And I'm like, really? If you're going to apply for a job, don't you tailor make your resume based on what you want? Yeah, well, you know. Exactly. <laughs> So it's not like it used to be. Now, what do you think about this? Because, you know, nowadays, it, you know, it used to be the big thing was you had to have a pager, 
Then you had to have uh-huh. a cell phone, you know. Uh-huh. And now if you were in business, you know, you need to have your business cards done. You know, nowadays uh-huh. if you don't have a web presence, something. So there's a big push for people to have a book. Everybody uh-huh. has a book. Somebody said to me, the book doesn't even have to be good. You just need to be a published author. Author, and I, she was right. She's right because uh-huh. I, I I've read some books from people, um, in ministry, uh-huh. and I'm like, wait a minute, I have to read the book out loud and go. That still did not make any sense to me. You left out a few words that didn't make any sense to me. So. Uh-huh. I guess what I mean by that is the content was on point, mm-hmm. but the writing was, was something to be desired. I mean, it wasn't bad. It mm-hmm. just, it could have used a little more editing. Okay. Okay. And I think that what we do now is we we want to make a book and we'll do what we can to make, to, to write this book. So mm-hmm. do you just, okay, somebody brought me a book. They want me to publish it. I'm going to put it out there. Or do you take a little more care to go through it with them and make sure that what they're putting together or submitting is quality? I do. And I have a book interview process. I go through <laughs> because, like I said before, I know it sounds kind of corny, but if you're writing a cookbook, yeah, people that work at a funeral home, they possibly cook, but they might be like, why don't you go to a restaurant and, you know, other people that's in the cooking industry, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I I can't just produce anything because mm-hmm. there have been some people who submitted manuscripts and I told them I can refer you to someone else who might be able to do that, but I'm not. And the reason why, it's because a lot of the authors who are coming to the table, I ask them, do they have a foundation scripture? And the reason why I want this to be so unified is because I want that book to tie into the word of God. When they see Back to Eden, they know, for one, this isn't secular and it's not religious. But it is to say everything that we do is a seed back to the word. So, for mm. instance, if someone who sent me a manuscript and it was all about the drug game. And I'm like, okay, are you glorifying the drug game or you're still in it? Because mm-hmm. the deal is that I can't publish that. I'm not going to publish that because I don't see any testimony to my father for me to do so. You right. know, so what I have to do, I was like, well, why, why do you want to write the book or publish this book? And they say, I just want some money. You know, well, mm. if that's the case, then I, I know you can make some, but it's not just about the money. It's about changing some lives through ministry. So if you are not going in that vein, I am not the person that you want to publish your book with. You know, maybe there's someone else, but it's not me. So I I have to be very selective. That goes back to the same thing when you asked me about the writers. I don't want to just get somebody's information, publish a book because that's a publishing package for some money. I got to really be feeling what you're doing and be in the spirit to do it. Because I feel like I don't want to waste any energy on something that's not going to touch somebody to get some energy. So I have to be selective. And when you were speaking about the prayer of Jabez, I know God enlarges my territory. I know there Mm -hmm. are going to be some people who come up. They don't even belong there. It could be a distraction or a hindrance. But I have Mm -hmm. to be able to discern, "Mm, no, thank you, keep moving. You know, so I am going to have the, uh, for 2016, is open for up to about 24 authors. Once I reach Mm -hmm. that max, I close it because I want to dedicate time and energy, the same amount of time and energy for each one to be there to help assist them. So that's where I stand. Don't want to get super greedy. You know, like I want 50 people, but you're not able to really 50 people. You're just looking at the dollars of those 50 people. I I so agree with you. You know, um, I've been working on putting a, a book together because I, I felt no, some pre- not a lot of pressure, but because I have a number of my teachings out there, you know, I've been looking to put those things together. But I told um, my mentor, I said, you know what, I get so far, 
but I just can't put anything out there because mm. it has my name on it and it represents me. And I know right. where I desire to go. So it's not about making a name for myself. A book. It's about doing things with the excellence of God. The Amen. world does things with excellence all the time. But we tend to think in the body that we don't. You posted on Facebook several week, well, several months ago now. You said people want what you have until they have to pay for it. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> they will scan and grin in your face until they have yep. to pay for it. You know, yes. when I was a realtor, um, I remember my general manager said to me, I'll never forget it. He said, as a salesperson, you have to make a determination who's going to jump through the hoops, you or your client. Wow. Think about it. When the doctor tells you that he has office hours from 8 to 5, you will leave your job early. You will talk to your boss. You will do what you need right. to do. But in the That's body right. of Christ, we want to say somebody's God told me that you should do <laughs> this or that for me. And do, I know God didn't tell you I'm supposed to do that for you for free. I know that's not true. <laughs> right, I know. Right. Because but that's people only, forget. That's, they do. They do. They do. They forget. <laughs> and that's where we know the, religion, the, the religiosity that you were talking about. Because um, people want to... Uh, uh, they, they, I don't know. We get in the body of Christ, and I guess we think the Holy Ghost is just, just he grew on trees, and we don't use faith. And you know, if God said something, then you need to understand that what he said for you to do, he will touch that person's heart right. if they should give it to you for free. But you know what, Miss Clarissa? We forgot a very important thing. We forgot to tell the people how um about how much a subscription is to the magazine and how they can purchase one a, yeah. a year subscription we don't want them to just get one right and you also for the holidays for those of you who want to bless others as a gift you know uh, the gift to keep giving you know, also look into that but right now i am doing a special promotion for those who listen to this call in its entirety I don't know, uh, Ms. Don, if you want me to give that code out with that offer right now. But if you can, you can go ahead and do that now. And then what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to post it in uh, the Facebook page of the Process 319 Unleashed. And you can go under offers and find that. Now, I will share this with you before she goes on. She doesn't do this for everybody. Okay. So if you're, we're, we we talked about it earlier that we're conduits, and conduits move electricity. They move something from point A to point B. So what she's offering is helping you. The magazine is going to provide information that's going to nourish your mind. Let, let's put it this way: the information in her magazine is three parts: body. I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, body. Your earth temple. Your earth suit your soul, and your spirit. Amen. We are a tripart being. And her magazine, as she, when I said those three words to describe it, what's her goal to do, it all embodies that. Number two, if you have a business, this is good seed. This is good ground. Just like you would want someone to sow into your business, so into hers because why? You're getting your advertising out. So I don't know all of what she's going to share. She gave me a little bit when she and I were talking, but she's going to provide some really good surprises for Thanksgiving and Christmas for you guys. So I suggest write it down. It'll be on the Facebook page for a short period of time. And if you miss it, you know what they say? If you lose, if you if you you if you don't use it, you lose it. So, Clarissa, <laughs> I'm going to give it back to you. Okay, thank you, Miss Don. Well, the special offer that I am offering, and you can only receive it through the code of TP319. That's TP319. That offer includes a 50% off discount off an advertising package of your choice 
or 50% off of a one-year digital online subscription. The original online subscription amounts are $25, so I'm offering that for 50% off starting from 11:24 until December 5th. You have the opportunity to take advantage of this offer. Once again, it's 50% off of your advertising package. And the way you will find out the prices of those, you can personally inbox me. You can say info, and I can get that over to you. And then far as the 50% off for the one-year digital subscription, if you're interested in that, you can inbox me as well on Facebook, and I can send you the link to purchase. So definitely, I am appreciative of the partnership with Mrs. Don Marie and being in a position to be a blessing to her as well with the offer. So the code is TP319. If you are interested in either 50% off of advertising or the 50% off of the one-year digital subscription or both, just inbox me at www.facebook.com forward slash back, B-A-C-K, the number two, and the word Eden, E-D-E-N, News, N-E-W-S, MAG, M-A-G. God bless. That is awesome. So, guys, I'm posting it right now. That's going to go through December 5th. That's the Saturday after the Saturday of Black Friday. So I really hope that you guys will take advantage of that. It is a 50% off of the advertising and or both. Um, I'm going to put in here and I'm fixing this up. I'm posting it right now, you guys, so you can take advantage of that. Take advantage of the articles. Take advantage of the advertising. We want to begin to shift when we all want to say, oh, God said that, you know, he's going to do this and he's going to lay up the wealth of the uh, wicked for the righteous for the wicked and You know what I mean. And guess what? It's not going to fall from heaven, people. God gives us witty inventions and ideas to move a conduit, to move information, to move relationships into a world that is dark. Imagine what you can do with that magazine. Imagine what you can do with an article. Imagine who you could share it with that might, might help them. It might change their life. Go online. Where can they get your book on, 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 on the poetry about the suicide? Where can they find that? Well, once they come to the magazine page, and, of course, I really want to get the traffic going there for them to like the page, all they have to do is personally inbox me, privately inbox me, um, if they are interested in getting the book, and then I can put that information to the web store because the link is pretty long. So I would rather just kind of give that to them, but I want them to come to the page to like it. So once they like it, they can get the information to purchase the book and the other offers as well for information. That's awesome. I suggest you guys, it's a great, get the book. I mean, this is the holiday season. This is time for us to share information. This is a time where we get to evangelize, and it doesn't even seem like evangelizing. We're just giving a someone for the holidays, and if it can change their life, if it changes the life of one of their friends or their family members, we want to definitely do that. Well, we have about two minutes left, left, Miss Clarissa. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, before we go, I know you gave it to them already, but before we go, give the people how they can reach you to get the magazine, to publish a book, we got about one minute left. Go ahead and give them that information. Okay. Real quickly, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash back to Eden News Mag, B-A-C-K, the number two, E-D-E-N-N-E-W-S-M-A-G. And also, if you just want to actually get more questions or information answered to you, call it 219-487-8472. 219-487-8472. Awesome. Guys, you know, it's always a pleasure. You know we have the ability to be. We can walk on mountains. We can do great things. We have to go out there and take back a dying world. We need to be change agents. We need to go out and infect the world and let them know that what they see is not real. 
And we don't have to bang them over the head with a Bible. But what we can do is touch one another, be conduits. I'm going to be bringing people on in 2016 that are going to talk about marriage and how you can sit and get that coaching and do different things to help other people. So wait. On Thursday, we've been on vacation from our teaching, but we're going to jump back and get into the book of James. So join me on Thursday at 5.30 a.m. Pacific, 8.30 Eastern, and 7.30 Central. Talk to you guys later. Love you. Cause greater is he that is in me Greater Greater is he Greater is he To walk on water To calm the sea